0: Welcome to the Roma
1: Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello everybody, welcome to this post-transfer market edition of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly have to give a mention to our four newest patrons over at Patreon, Alberto Lin, who you can find on Twitter at ALPE.com. 27LIN. And then Nicholas Amin, who you can find on Twitter at amin underscore n-i-c-k-l-a-s. And then Tez, who you can find on Twitter at Gunert, Tez g-o-o-n-e-r-t-e-z. But Tez has reassured me he is also very much a Romanista. And then Jorgen Pedersen, thank you all so, so much for supporting our endeavors here. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Again, patreon.com slash Roma Press if you want to get early access to the podcast, extra episodes of the podcast as well, and join our wonderful WhatsApp group, which was nothing short of chaos yesterday. Andy, that was probably the perfect way to summarize what yesterday was, (laughs) chaos. So we will break down everything operation by operation, but taking the market in its entirety, the outgoing operations, the incoming operations on a scale of 10, how are you grading this one?
2: Well, uh, all things considered, can I do? I have to be brief, or can I go on a bit of a... go of a on thing? as long as your heart desires? Well, I'm just just putting it out on record. I'm I'm having a wild turkey as we're recording this, as I promised to uh, our dear <laughs> patrons that I'll be drinking while recording this podcast. So I I grabbed the best best next thing and um and yeah um this is the only way of of recording this because you know that scene in in Goodfellas near the end where. Uh, Henry is um, is gets into the car near the end and he's driving <laughs> and he's on cocaine and he's high as a kite and he goes from door to door and he has this feeling of paranoia because there is a helicopter flying over him and um, and he's not sure if he's seeing that and he just drives around the the town and he goes to Karen and he says Karen. There is a helicopter and she doesn't believe him. And then she sees the helicopter and they become both paranoid. Well, that's I think that's a pretty accurate summary of what went on yesterday in like the last two hours of the transfer market that then became like more like four hours. Um, So it, it, it was I don't think I've ever seen anything like this, at least as a Roma fan in recent memory, where there is so much uncertainty there is so many mixed emotions there are one deal goes through another one just drops dead Um, (laughs) another one seems to you know seems to be lifeless game over everybody's saying game over and then suddenly it's being revitalized only to be taken away from us and then given back to us and it's if if yesterday was like the perfect summary of what it feels like to watch that scene in Goodfellas and at the same time what it feels like to be a Roma fan, then um I, you know, all in all, it's it's been a, a, a just a roller coaster. I mean, that's an understatement, actually, because we'll get to it. But to say it's a roller coaster, it's a it's a terrible understatement. But if I have to give it a grade. Um the El Sharawi miss, so giving away Clivert and both Perotti, and then not getting El Sharawi um because of complications with Perotti's deal, that definitely brings down the grade a notch. Um I'll have to say it's a it's a six out of ten for me, John.
1: The exact same grade I was going to give it. Had El Sharawi arrived. And yes. we will get into the specifics of that because guess what? I have all of them. Had El Shadawi arrived, I don't know why, and maybe this is even somewhat unfair, but I feel as if my outlook on the transfer market in its entirety would almost be entirely different had El Shadawi arrived, because I think we would all agree that the prospect of swapping Cliver and Pedalti for a loan of El Shadawi mm-hmm. would. I think we would all do that 100 times out of 100 at this very moment. So the, the prospect of not being able to actually see that go through was disappointing, in my opinion, because, again, we'll get into it momentarily here. It was all done. They had a deal in place. It's just there were some delays with penalty that prevented it from happening. So very bitter in that regard. Of everything that happened this transfer market, what was your favorite move and your least favorite move and it doesn't have to necessarily be a purchase it can be a sale
2: well it it, it the my most favorite move it definitely has to be Kumbula because um agree it, agree if we look back on this transfer market but also uh, you know the one before that and the one before that um the Kumbula deal is like an exception to the rule it's like a once in a lifetime thing that occurs at Roma um well, not really, because we've seen deals made at the last minute out of the blue. Mkhitaryan is one. of But it, it's a completely different thing going after uh, a player that is on loan, a player that uh, has had some injury issues that, you know, is, is not as wanted as a, a young star player as Kumbula, who was pursued by, by a number of top teams. And, you know, to, to get him the way we did, um is uh, is incredible and i still think that that is is a great deal and perha- could perhaps turn out to be the best deal we've made in a while um and then the negative and the negative is is difficult to really pinpoint because i i i, I see that roma uh, tried to do um a number of things to to well to to patch up the the salary uh, the, the the salaries that they've they've been giving out to to players that really have no business in being at Roma and some of these players are still at Roma, but uh, you know aside from for example not selling Juan Jesus which I think it's you know it's something that is Im- impossible it's impossible because you can't please the guy it's pretty clear that we have like a, a Sami Kadira type of situation right, right. right? Um, this is a guy who won't budge. And and doesn't matter if he gets playing time or he doesn't, he doesn't care. Um, so that, to me, I, I don't even take that into consideration. For me, the the one thing where I think um, also it brings down the grade is is the Milik-Djeko deal. Um, because... I I don't know what Jekker is going to do for us. I maybe I'm 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 hoping that he'll, you know, he'll uh, improve his performances and be just as great as he was for this club this season. But to me it's always a problem when you go that far to that extent in su- in a deal of that magnitude and come out um you know, I wouldn't say as a loser because Roma did, definitely, didn't, definitely didn't lose. Um, Juve got Morata, who was like their third option. Um, and I think has very little to do with what that team wants to play like uh, this season with the likes of Kulusevski and Chiesa there. Um, and, and then Napoli obviously are losing 25 million. And they're letting, yes. the, you yes. know, they're starting strikers. They're letting him uh for 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 free which is a huge blow to De laurentis because unfortunately that will not be he will not be able to produce another crappy movie for uh christmas <laughs> that's too bad <laughs> but but at the same time there is a feeling that man you had me you you had milik uh here taking the medicals for you in a clinic in switzerland sponsored by Friedkin. Yes. He, w- he was there. I mean he was he was there. Everybody took pictures of him. He came back. He was ready to go. Both were ready to go. Jaco like. And when those deals don't go through, it, it it's it's tough. I think that is to me a big minus in my rating. I would have liked to have gotten Milik, I have to admit it. The fact that
1: Roma were not able to find deals for Juan Jesus. Fazio, is a bit of a letdown. However, I do have to commend them because if you were to to tell me that they managed to offload the number of people that they managed in the summer, I would not have believed it because I thought with the difficulties of COVID, with having all these other clubs who have players to sell as well, I thought it was going to be extremely difficult. So the fact they could get rid of Pedalti, Kolodov chic and for chic it was an incredible deal absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. yep so i can't necessarily fault them too much for not being able to find deals for and juan jesus they did until the bitter end they did try but i will give them credit for who they did manage to offload because was there really much of a place for under was there really much of a place for clivert olsen of course not my favorite thing though as you just said kumbula man unbelievable Usually, Roma end up on the short end of the stick when they win the race for a player that Juve or Milan want, because we all think of Itorbe, we all think of Shik. How Roma ended up on top for those transfers, and it's been, for those two at least, nothing short of a disaster. But Kumbula, the way he has performed in these first two matches against Juve, he was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's, it's even better of a transfer, too, when you juxtapose it to... The fact that you have Mancini there and you have Ibanez alongside him as well. I think that's great. I loved everything in the first two performances from Ibanez, Kumbula, and Mancini. I know a lot of people are pessimistic about Roma this season. Because again, this is a season of transition. So I I understand why there could be some doubts on Roma. But if we're going to build a team, this is a pretty darn good start. You have three young defenders. Now you bring the third-year-old who has played at the highest level. And then you add Antonio Mirante, okay, who has been nothing short of sensational in these first two matches. And I I like what Roma are building here. Now, midfield, they obviously need work. We won't even mention the attack. That needs a lot of work. But I like the direction where this is going. And if you're going to start with the base of a team And you're going to start at the back. Roma have three sensational young pieces here that if if we are going to see a Friedkin who is more ambitious than James Palotta, this could be your defense for quite some time. Now, obviously, if they start performing better, we will see what Friedkin's ambition is. Will they be able to turn down the big money moves? Again, only time will tell, but right now I love everything that they've done, particularly in defense. So I have no complaints whatsoever. None at all. Mm -hmm. So again, my grade is a six. My grade is a six. Let's move though to to everything that happened yesterday, because as you so perfectly described (laughs) it, we can just say let let's just say it, okay? It was it was a shit show. Okay. It absolutely was the highest order of the of the the highest highest order okay so let's start with the one that didn't happen El Shadawi coming in Pedalti going to Fenerbahce so this is something that I am devastated that it didn't happen I was in contact with somebody from El Shadawi's club in Shanghai they had informed me that if Roma were able to find and able to place both Pedalti and another player in the attack before the deadline that they they have already spoken to El Shadawi's brother Manuel El Shadawi who is also his agent and they already had an agreement in place. Shanghai would pay a sliding scale percentage of the wages, depending on the fee that the club who was bringing El Shadawi in, depending on the fee that they'd be willing to pay for the loan. So that was already in place. So anybody saying El Shadawi, there was a delay in finding an agreement with, with this parent club, Shanghai, not true. Not true at all. So Roma, out of nowhere, I have to tell you, Andy, the fact that they were able to find a deal for Cliver. I thought it was really surprising because that isn't something we had heard anything about really, right? Right. I didn't th- I didn't think Cliver was going to leave. So he played against Sudinese. I mean, he He did. He did he he wasn't, was, yeah, he, wasn't was, he was not good. good. <laughs> he, was, he was Yeah, both he and Perez were uh, Yeah, they did not perform well. But anyway, that aside, once once we got word from from Sky Sport that Cliver was closing in on a move to to Leipzig. That is when I started really thinking. Okay, this is where Roma are going to look because I had a feeling because Manuela Shadawi has been proposing him to every single big Italian side because he 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 did have options abroad, but he wanted to stay in the city ah, and the only ones who were receptive were Roma. Milan. But after Milan brought in Diaz from, from Real Madrid, they told him they were no longer interested. And so really, it was Roma, found that out, and they quickly found an agreement. Okay, so some of the newspapers are saying that there was never an agreement in place with uh, with, with El Shadawi or his parent club. There was a total agreement. There was 100% an agreement. If there wasn't an agreement, as we saw on Instagram yesterday after the transfer window closed, if there wasn't an agreement, I'm pretty sure Al Shaddawi would not go on Instagram and put the right. crying face, which obviously he is referencing the move to Roma right. not having gone through.
2: But, but this is where it get in, gets interesting for me because I kept reading this that there is no time for whatever it was the technical time, whatever. That's you, the thing. And, That's okay. And I was like, but but how come if if everybody is is happy if if everything is the agreements are complete and are final what's the problem i don't know why they use that as the excuse
1: so the reason why so the reason why manuel el-shadawi he was telling people that and so was shanghai they were giving the same message to all the journalists they were saying that they have run out of technical time to complete the transaction they sent that out and they were telling people this when there were still two hours remaining in the window had Diego Perotti not have come into a contractual dispute very last minute with Fenerbahce. So I have the entire lowdown on, on Pedalti's move to Fenerbahce because Genghis Unders' former agent, Omir Uzun, who has been on this podcast before, he was the intermediary for the deal to bring Pedalti from Roma to the Turkish club and having talked to people involved with the deal Fenerbahce they, so they had the agreement in place right they Perotti he flies to, yep. to Istanbul he undergoes his medical that's before the does weekend. everything yeah yes before the weekend he's in the stands for Fenerbahce's match as he is going to sign his contract they make a change in the wage structure of the second season of the two-year deal that they had offered him and I wasn't given a reason as to why they did this so after that happened, we go from, and this, this happens right around 8 a.m. in the morning, uh, Italian time. And this drags on for roughly 9 to 10 hours, this dispute, this contractual dispute. They ultimately resolve it, yes, but because it dragged on for so long, Roma lost a lot of time and being able to finalize everything for El Shadawi. Now, is the reason that El Sharaoui is not at Roma at this very moment on loan due to the fact that Pedalti delayed 9-10 hours in finding an agreement with Fenerbahce? No, I don't think that's the only reason, but it absolutely unequivocally had an effect and impeded the deal for El Sharaoui. So whether or not that was the sole reason, only Roma can answer that. But it unquestionably had a major effect on Roma being able to close the deal for El Shadawi. And again, they, they had a total agreement in place. They were getting Parati's wages off the books. He earns three million net. They were getting Clivert's wages off both of them combined, they earn about five million net. So they were even even if you were paying El Shadawi a little more than what he was earning at Roma. I was told they came to an agreement right around 3 million euros net for the wages of El Shadawi for the season. There was never a disagreement on that. There was a total agreement in place before everyone. However, as you said, Andy, Manuel El Shadawi was telling everybody that there was no more time to close the deal. And this was about 6 p.m. Italian time when he started telling people this. So I I don't know why that was. I feel bad for El Shadawi because this was a guy who had come to an agreement with Shanghai that he will leave the club on loan because he wants to make Roberto Mancini's Euro team for next summer. The plan was already agreed upon before the window opened, and he thought there would be no issues in finding a deal. So I do feel bad for him. And, Andy, I feel bad for Roma because Fonseca does not seem to really depend on his bench, right, in these last two performances. Perez, I don't know what the situation is between he and Fonseca. What did he make, a 10 to 15 minutes cameo mm-hmm. against Udinese? He did not play very much. It didn't play against Juve. I think Roma are a little short in attack. So how do you feel about El Sharaoui not going through?
2: Most of all, I feel for the feel for the guy because, uh, you know, this is... I don't know if you're, we're, if we are going to to Go after him in January if that it will still be possible. Um, and will that be necessary? But, uh, I mean, this was his chance, um, to, to play for the euro, and not many teams still consider him, you know, a worthy starter or even a worthy bench player. Um, you know, right, and I agree. And, and so, I mean, you, you said it yourself, he was offered all over. Uh, Italy and um, and Roma took him into consideration, and to see that go away just because of again a stupid technicality in uh, in Perotti's deal. Um, and they took forever to make that official. I mean, it just yeah. it yes. just took for we we ten sp- hours. Man. I mean, it we, was incredible. We saw and and at a certain point we saw him wearing the sh- the 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 Fenerbahce shirt, but it was no announcement, so it was still not official. And um and so yeah, it it just shows you that what a jungle the transfer market can be. Um, at the same time, it, it, you know, Roma lose, uh, um. A very useful weapon you know and uh, because this would have been a very motivated player a player that knows the environment knows what it means to play here uh knows some of the player uh, not some of the players here um you know and 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 ready to contribute and you wouldn't be you you knew what you were getting for him and now that goes away, and I think that changes a lot of things for Roma. I mean, it changes the way uh, wingers are considered in this team. I mean, this becomes o- almost like a, a, a team mo- more focused on that trequartista uh, role. Um, you, you, you will I, listen. Perez is is an option up there. You have Borja Moya who. Um, doesn't have to play, uh, you know, as a as a striker like Jekyll. It will definitely yes. be something different that you will be getting. I wouldn't be surprised if I see him on the wing someday. Um, and and so you know, it, 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 there are still options. This is you know, this is still a, a, a team I think that can be dangerous. I'm I'm disappointed in the lack of production up front, but you just can't miss those sitters. And then at the same time. You come out of a win like that against Sudineza, happy because listen in that second half, there wasn't much effort put into that, but you you came out with a win because of the talent that you have there up front. You got those guys, you got Pedro, you got mikatarian for for free because of that because because they can do that, they can pull out a goal like that, they can make the difference in in those instances and give you the win um so I, I'm not I'm not entirely hopeless. I'm I still like it. I still I just thought that El Sharawi would have been the perfect complement. I, you know, we talked about this on the. The greatest unreleased podcast of all time that basically <laughs> now has the same reputation as uh, Citizen Kane or uh, right, uh, Stanley right, Kubrick's right. Uh, Napoleon movie that he never made because he died. Um, but it's we said that, you know this could have been a six point five, even a seven out of ten Mercato um, had it been for El Sharawi's edition. Um, without that you you feel like roma are a bit exposed you, you know you you yes you got rid of perotti he's a non factor he has been a non factor for two years um you know i think he got more red cards in that time than goals and actual contribution to the team uh, then you you gave away clivert and clivert is, is, is we, we also talked about him on that greatly unreleased podcast but it, it's it was it was this you know flashes of brilliance mixed with a lot of inconsistency and um and so yes you lost something but and you didn't get anything in return at the same time I still think that for what Roma are aiming for and I don't believe in the fourth spot I really don't and I don't think that Smalling gives you a boost. and and helps you get that fourth spot. spot. I I just think that for what we are aiming for, this is a year of transition, whatever you want to call it, this is fine. Up until this point, this is fine. We'll see how it goes in January. Um, Obviously, we are still navigating throughout the season without Zaniolo. I mean, that's, you know, it seems like people forget about it, but we lost (laughs) probably the most important player in the team. So... It, it, it's not a it's it's not a small loss, and it will be impossible to to replace it. But also foolish to you know to go after if had that you know El Sharawi El Sharawi's deal not going through. Um, I, I'm okay with Roma not pursuing alternative options and being you know in a desperate panic because sometimes you can you can you can certainly regret that.
1: Sometimes not making a move is better than making one. Out of desperation, so I am absolutely happy that after El Shaddai fell through, they didn't feel the need to go out and panic and purchase. I don't know, Inglese or somebody, somebody who's just terrible. <laughs> so I'm, v- I'm very because you know what? In previous years, guess what? They would have done that. Yeah, they, they would absolutely have. They would have, have taken Ciceretti. They would have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm very glad that they're at least maturing in that regard. So, yeah, I, I, I listen. Sometimes the best moves that you make are the ones that you didn't make. Wow. So I'm glad that they didn't feel the need to go out there and just buy somebody just to do it. I don't even want to talk more about delays, but Andy, I've never seen anything (laughs) like that (laughs) with Chris Smalling in my life. Yeah. You have not only the Serie A having to make sure that you got all the documents in in time, but you also have the Italian FA, the FIGC having to intervene to almost double check that all of the documents were uploaded in time for the transfer, an international transfer, by the way, of Chris Smalling. So I was not sweating to the level that I think (laughs) others were. I, I think if you were just a supporter. Just I could imagine people because I, 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 I pictured into my head people going to the uh, deposited contracts page on the A website and just pressing refresh yep. and waiting did for that. 40 minutes to an hour to see if Smalling's contract had been accepted and deposited. I, I wasn't nervous only because I, <laughs> I was in contact with uh, someone from Friedkin's legal team throughout the entire portion. They were not worried. However, Roma, they did submit one of the documents late and the FIGC, when they were reviewing everything, they confirmed that one of the documents came out late and they intervened. And because Friedkin has been been the owner of Roma, the new president of of the club for roughly five weeks, six weeks at this point, they allowed it to go through. And I can tell you, had this been Palotta. It would not have gone through.
2: Wouldn't it have been fantastic for Lotito to to intervene as a member that would have of been, the Fiji
1: Well, here's the thing. It's very complicated the way they have to do these transfers from a documentation standpoint. But because Smalling is coming from a different country, there is more documentation required when you submit that transfer as opposed to one if a player was arriving, an Italian player was arriving from Napoli and he was being sent to Roma in a deal and because he's coming internationally, there's these documents you have to upload, including the passport. I was told by somebody of Friedkin that the contract was uploaded, but there was one financial related document. Sport Italia was right, although they did say the deal jumped. I I don't even know what the English equivalent of saltato is. Do we just say fell through? I guess. Yeah. So they were saying that the deal ju- or the deal fell through, that because of this documentation error. That it was 100 percent over and the document that was missing or uploaded late was one in in regards to the the, the liquidity for the deal and amortization so it, it's a very boring financially related document so friedkin they, they did confirm there was one and he called it minor document that was not submitted on time and that is why right. the uh the legacy did not give confirmation right away and the FIGC but, intervened and let me just say Roma were very lucky very right. very very lucky that the FIGC was willing to make this exception
2: I have it like uh, that, that my, my question my I think my main issue with this is how how can a system function where you you know something where that is worth millions such as a contract can be you know can't you can make an application and the system doesn't tell you what document is made. It's like every basic thing that we do nowadays is, when you send something, you send it in full, and 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 that you cannot send it unless you have it complete. And I wonder how, how the hell is it possible that we're still relying on something where you <laughs> you're depositing a contract, and there is one Im- important nonetheless document missing that without that the contract doesn't go through how how can you make an application without that andy that is a great question
1: i don't know but this is also the country where in a third of the stadiums we have plumbing that was last updated in 1924 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i i won't ask the complicated questions because i feel like given what i've seen asking right. them to be The most up-to-date and technologically advanced country. Uh, The country that I love, where I was born, um, that's probably too much of a tall order. (laughs) So I won't ask too difficult questions, but I have never seen anything like that in my life. I'm sure Friedkin hasn't either. I mean, imagine... Oh, man. What? Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> this goes in perfectly because I, I wanted to right. discuss this. The, 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 this this situation, I think, reflects as it does with the Diawara situation, which was just as embarrassing. The, let me just say, had the FIGC not intervened and given Roma an exception, this would have been... I mean, if we thought the Diawara thing was bad, Andy, this would have oh, yeah. been psh, elevated to... Um, like a
2: Purgino in the
1: Champions League final. <laughs> It would have been at that level, the porteguino double what we had from seen from a Yara. former player,
2: from a former player.
1: It would have been madness. It, it would have been absolute madness. So, I'm sure Freakin', I can just imagine the heart attack he was having. Now, Dan was in Zurich at the time. He he was not even in. He was not even in Rome when this was happening. Roma, they did make mistakes, and it was a mess. But this sort of begs the question, Andy, just to sort of end this here. Roma did all of this without a. Sporting director all summer. This entire transfer market, again, I want to reiterate this. The ones who did the transfer market were a few names, okay? It was Guido Fienga, the club CEO, DeSantis, who I don't even know what his title is anymore. It used to be Vichet Sporting Director, but I, I don't even know if they've given him an official title, to be honest, after Petraki left. And it was two agents. Jufrida and Busardo. That's it. They did this, Andy, without a sporting director. And I think at times that was very, very clear, right? Right. Don't you think that had a sporting director been in place, I'm not saying that this summer would have been better. However, I am saying perhaps it would have been a little less messy. I'm not saying in the actual purchases, maybe the business would have been all the same, but I feel like maybe it could have been smoother in terms of all of the operations. Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, I, you know, I was just thinking about this because, you know, there has been a lot of criticism about this decision not to hire a sporting director, which I think in, you know, all things considered, it was still understandable. Because the trans market was already on when when um, when the Friedkins came in, and and you know that was not a situation. Pallotta didn't make it an easy situation that in that particular aspect. You know the the fact that that whole dispute with Petraki uh, forced Roma into basically being run by Guido Fienga. It's not something that you know um, was met with um, you know. Cheers and 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 clapping uh, and enthusiasm. It was it was a forced decision, and and I just don't think that the, the. Let's put it this way: I'm actually glad that the Friedkins didn't make any you know uh rushed decisions for that role as soon as they came in. You know, I I, I prefer them to. I actually. There is part of me that is happy that they got to experience the madness, the the levels of incompetence, the the, ma- the <laughs> madness of the transfer market, the the fact that they in 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 a span of two weeks they saw uh, a result being overturned to to you to, you know your team losing three nil just because someone forgot to put or or made a mistake and didn't, and didn't put Diawara's name in the right list and and um and be- <sighs> And then you you see this this thing with with Smalling that I don't even know how to call it. I don't. I'm afraid to call it a deal because it's it, this was. Uh, it's like it's like Vietnam, man. It's it's one of those things you never go back. I mean, Vietnam changed an entire mentality. I think uh, this deal did this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if if what a great point right? they the Friedkins got the entire yeah. Italian experience in, it's beautiful. in a month it's perfect it's it, the, the fact that yesterday they were asking their own lawyers to like look into an issue as stupid as depositing a player's contract is something that i don't think that they anticipated when they came in here and listen they got it over with they meant they you know they they overcame that this is it's done it's final so now there is room for improvement. Now there is room for decisions. Now they can start, you know, picking and choosing who they like and who they think this clubs needs to, um, create something, something better, some, a project that, that is sustainable, that leads to winning, that, uh, you know, helps the team sort of come back to life, uh, out of all that debt and all the, all the negativity surrounding the, the, the previous ownership. And, um, I just think I this is you know it, it it was, it was exhilarating and it I think I was wondering about this. Does the Kumbula deal happen if you have a sporting director? Because mm. the Kumbula deal, as you just said, uh, and so many times we've we've highlighted this, he was not on the radar. no zero to 100 in in six hours right and uh, no contact to deal agreed in six hours and and the the thing with sporting directors is they always have their preferences they always have you know their 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 scouts out there to report and and their favorite players their number a option their number b option whatever and and it's and and Kumbula was something that was proposed. And that doesn't happen, I think, when there is a sporting director. So that was the lucky stroke. Aside from that, it, it, it was madness. And it's definitely something that cannot be repeated. Because, first of all, my heart cannot sustain it. And I'm a, a young person. Um, and, <laughs> and second of all, it's, it, it's just not sustainable in the long term. Uh, and I think... This is, you know, it's a symptom of the dysfunction that has been taking place inside Roma management over the course of the last couple of years or few yes. months. Um, this was the pinnacle, you know, going into a transfer market without a sporting director and then ending this whole saga, smalling saga with something as last minute as the thing that we saw Yesterday, it's it doesn't get crazy, cra- crazier than this, but it, it it should become easier once you find the right man for the job. You are right
1: in the sense that for not having a sporting director, I I the Kumbula deal is is phenomenal business. The fact they were able to do that again, I had an interview with Kumbula's agent the morning that the deal was agreed upon. He said, "No, we still haven't had contact with Roma." Two hours later. Paolo Busardo, one of the agents in charge of Roma's market, went from no contact to coming to a contractual agreement with him. He found an agreement between Verona and Roma, and Kumbula arrived the next day. It was incredible, and you are right. I don't know if that happens if you have yep. a sporting director. It's almost as if the less cooks in the kitchen made this a bit simpler <laughs> For Roma to navigate some of their business. Now, with Smalling, perhaps a sporting director gets that done much sooner. Because let's be let's be honest here. This is a deal that went on, Andy, for 10 months. A negotiation that started last December. And where did we end up? Roma, they were offering 12 at the beginning. And we ended at 15. 10 months for that, really? So I, I can't help but feel that, okay, you get a sporting director. He gets this done much faster. Right. But for the FreedKins in the limited amount of time that they have had, I have no problems with the business they've done at the club so far. I, in fact, I actually commend them because they have done this not only very quickly, but they did it not having their people in place. Listen, Baldi Sonny left one week ago. They're going to bring in a brand new hierarchy. They want to bring a new CEO Fienga, he'll be here for the short term. They want to bring in a, a general director or a general manager. They want to, they're obviously going to bring in a sporting director. None of those are in place right now. So I think this was a good market all in all. It could have been much worse. Again, are there some things I wish Roma had done? Absolutely. We haven't even mentioned Javier Pastora. right? <laughs> this guy doesn't even factor in our minds anymore, yet he's one of the highest earners at the club, okay? Oh, madonna mia, thank God the, <laughs> the window is shut. Guess what? Should I tell you in how many weeks the next one opens? Or are you in such a good mood that me telling you that will only cause you to drink more alcohol? No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to be going through this again in just over a couple of months.
2: So we'll de-stress. We'll catch our breath a little bit. Like that scene in, um, in Wolf of Wall Street where he's pumping up the troops and says, the show goes on. That's more
1: or less what I think <laughs> we need. Hopefully everyone is happy with, uh, with the business Roma did. Let us know how you feel, what grade you would give Roma for their summer transfer market. We will end it there. We will be back. In a couple of days to talk about that Patadaki stuff, just because we are in an international break, thankfully. So this will definitely give us some time to catch our breath. And again, we will discuss that very long Patadaki interview because there are a ton, a ton of subjects from it that we will discuss. So talk to you later in the week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, ciao. Ciao.
0: a tour.